podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It is the rider, uh, no Steph, and uh, a different location. We're doing it in the Anfield Rap office, which is nice. Adam's had a lovely time, hasn't he, since he's come in, chats with everyone, seen a baby. He came in early, um, for, you know, snooping reasons, surely. Seen, seen his friends. I feel uh, a little bit like... Um, uh, uh, like I'm running for election, actually. That that might might just that, like the time I've just spent in there, like, <laughs> holding a baby's very election, baby. isn't it? Yeah, I like you know, said, said hello to some people I haven't seen for a while, remembered everyone's name, impressively <laughs> chatted away. I felt to everyone in the office who you don't know that well. Talk, yeah. Talked about a bright future for our country. I thought I worked the room, and now here I am being interviewed on a serious program about my manifesto. Manifesto. There'll be more general election talk to come uh, because wasn't that fabulous. Uh, that that's happening. It's, it's put a spring in everybody <laughs> I know. Step wasn't that fabulous that that's happening. <laughs> it's the right. I I I, uh, I I love an election. I said it to Gibbo yesterday. Feels you love an election. Angry's the blood. <laughs> um, uh, really, uh, really puts those grey areas in the bin. <laughs> it very much does put those grey areas in the bin, which is no bad thing. I think to a certain extent. Um, we'll talk about how much they hate us very, very soon indeed. Uh, that's to come. Lucky you, no Steph. Uh, not so lucky you, but it means that you've got nine songs from us and maybe an additional bonus one because Gib was actually working on content live in front of us, which has been remarkably exciting. Normally, the riot, the riot that is planned to within an inch of its life, uh, but this, this is this is somewhat of a live show this week, which is glorious. Uh, anyway, uh, the first song is mine. Uh, these are Zebra Hunt, and this is a fast one. Fill me with ease. <laughs> Yeah. 
they are zebra hunt that is fill me with ease it is an absolute belter um belter 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 it is a belter isn't it belter. what do you think it sounded like uh well isn't it it's funny you should ask that we didn't plan this off air but i did actually think that it sounded he sounds like a cross between julian casablancas and anthony kiedis which is weird, but there you go. That's what I thought he sounded like. I think that you may well be right about that. Uh, I thought it was, it was just a genuinely exciting song, uh, to be honest with you. It's going to start playing now. We've <laughs> that is your trick. Normally I have a computer in front of me to sort these things out. I'm trying to find the name of the album oh, you know that it's I coming think. off, uh, <laughs> that it's going to be coming off in a minute or two. Hopefully I'll be able to find that. Uh, the other thing, the music made me think of sort of mid-80s REM uh-huh. with those sort of clang of, of slightly dueling, jangling guitars. The old um, Rickenbackers. Yeah. Book on the Rickenbackers. The yeah. Bu- the Buckenbackers. The Buckenbackers. A lot of, a lot of our pet was the album's going to be called? I think it's going to be called In Phases, and it's released via a Madrid label, which is all a bit wild. And they're not from Madrid. No, no, I think they're from. Um, I think that I'm right in saying that they're actually just from the United States. So it's going to be released re- released on uh, Tenorio Coto Bade, and it'll be on Bandcamp amongst other things. Um, it's an absolute belter, uh, to be honest with you, right the way across the board. Someone the, the actual website I'm looking on now re- references the boss. Um, which I can sort of half okay. see where they're coming from. So it's a mid-80s thing again. Yeah. Uh, so in phases, that's Zebra Hunt, and we're all very, very pleased to be pleased with them. Uh, I'll probably have a good long listen to that, and as I say, it's out in May, and it'll be on Bandcamp as well. The album's called In Phases. Um, I don't like... hunt zebras, though. Um, it's, it's not an endorsement. Yeah, I just, I'd like to say that I don't endorse hunting zebras. Just nice stripy horses. That's all they are. Yeah. Uh, going, going about the business. Is there any other major difference between them and horses? I don't really know. I've, I mean... Somebody said this to me the other day. I mean, do they make? Do they? Do they neigh? Do zebras neigh? I don't do know. Zebras neigh? No, I don't know. I can't do help they, you. I've got no they, zebra knowledge. Do they to that. be honest, because I think they're just stripy, stripy horses. For instance, when I go to Chester Zoo, they're not like high on my list. No, no. Yeah. you just walk. You just walk. There's certain animals at Chester Zoo you just waltz past unless they're doing something unlikely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I waltz straight past those zebras. I once saw some very small type of otter uh, playing with stones. And that had my attention. Two otters playing with stones. That was nice. I uh, yeah. I, well, I, I like otters. I like otters, uh, especially you know. In the, well, I spent a lot of time last week trying to see them in the wild and failing. But How was Mull? Mull. Um, it was. It was not just a place, but a state of mind. <laughs> <laughs> we saw the pictures, and I might actually use one of the pictures. The picture of you driving as the image for this show. Yeah, it really suits you. You you look like a man who's born to drive a camper van. That is that is literally me in my element. <laughs> that, that is that that is that is uh, where I am. I, I, I'm at my happiest <laughs> driving that uh, difficult to control, unwieldy boat of a car. Yeah, no, it's uh, yeah. Um, please do. I'm quite pleased with that picture. Yeah, where I am in my Sentetti and tracky top. What were you listening to? Uh, probably Future Islands. That that tended to be. It's, I'm very on brand with that. But they did have a new album out that came out the day we left or whatever. I was nice in them, wasn't it, for yeah. a long drive? And it was a good soundtrack to uh, to, to that that sort. That, look, a lot of their songs are about roads. I realised. Yep. We were listening to it because it's like forty five minutes long. It's not very long, and it's a really really long drive. So I had enough time to uh, to uh, take it take it all on board. Take it in, yeah, yeah. Um, but I didn't I didn't get bored of it. What else were we listening to? Oh, I don't know. But yeah, mostly it was Future Islands, the new the new album, The Far Field. Of are which you, more later? Of which more later, indeed. Are you um? So what, what, tell me of Mull. Um. It was unbelievably spectacular as soon as you drive off the ferry. I like ferries a lot. I really, really like ferries. It's my favourite method of transport. I think I might have even mentioned this this in the past. I like any mode of transport where you can get up and walk around. Uh, So trains, you can get up and walk around. I like trains. Coaches, you can't. I don't like coaches. 
Ferries, you can. I like ferries. Planes, you can't. I don't. Well, ferries like have got a bar. Ferries, so it's like... I've got a bar. I've got loads of walking <laughs> around game. I'm almost always driving, um, but I, I do appreciate the bar situation <laughs> as well, even if I'm only on the tee. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of walking around. You can pretty much walk around non-stop and see new things you know, all the time on a ferry. Um, so yeah, and then once you once we got off, we just turned left, and then suddenly it was it was like a different world. So it's. For for a start, there was only one lane of the road. One, um, it was a single track uh, road with passing places, and in those passing places, sometimes there was just deer, like, <laughs> like all staggy, rare, or like an Aberdeen Angus cow or an otter, um, and it was very much like you like, like you might think, but mm. more, um, and weirdly warm the whole time I was there I, every time I went outside I thought it's probably going to be cold and it never was the Gulf Stream is a real is a is a fascinating mistress <laughs> <laughs> so we went on a distillery tour and, and they said it's some, it's, it's often too warm really to store whiskey on mull it's wow just, it's too warm and um, and we went to Iona which was even which was warmer even again and had white sand and like little yachts it was like, like being in Greece which is where we saw Jon Snow I've uh, shared tea. It was shared with both of you. We met John Snow, the newsreader. Was he nice? He was lovely. Of course he was. He's he, great. He's very tall, isn't he? Very tall. Did um, it take you absolutely ages to get there? Uh, so on the way back, so on the way there, yeah, it did take it did take quite a while. When I was in a rush because we we had to get the ferry, which we missed. But anyway, that's the other reason ferries are sound because we just got the next one and it was no problem. But on the way back, I was paying a bit more attention to how long it took. We set off at nine in the morning. And at 5pm, we were still in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it does take quite a long time. It was a 12-hour drive back. I think I'd have to stop. Yeah, well, we did stop. <laughs> no, I mean, like, overnight. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Break it up. Mm. Yeah. You want to break it up. That, that would probably have been a good idea. It's just too long to drive. I think anything over six hours is just a bit... It, you just end up ugh, I don't know, feeling like you've gone mad. Yeah. Even you. Even me. Dealing yeah. with that big boat. The big boat, yeah. I think that, that one of the camper van goes... I decided that it drives the same speed as the clock. Like the minute hand on the clock. <laughs> That's how fast the camper van is. Never mind miles per hour. Okay. Um, what are you playing for this, John? I'm playing Icy Rivers, and this song is called Daram. Did you pick it for me? No. I love it. I'm still recording, that's fine. Uh, so this is Icy Rivers with Daram, and I love it. I said, well, 
that is icy rhythms with Duram, and John tells me I played them. Yeah, you played them when we did those mad shows for the Liverpool International Music Festival last summer. We did a um, bit of radio for them, didn't we? And you picked them on that because they were a Liverpool band, and they I do a thing on City Talk Radio called The Sound of Merseyside that I do on a Friday morning with Steve Hothersall, and they came in as the guests a few weeks ago. And I'd seen them live before, but never met them properly. And so we chatted, and then they performed live in the studio, and it was just absolutely brilliant. And it was that good. I've just sort of been listening back to it because um, we put the interviews on. Well, City Talk put the interviews on audio room afterwards, and so I've been just listening to their live performances of a song called Barefoot, which is also going to be on this EP. Um, so I thought, well, I'll play them, and, and the, this is the only one that's out at the moment, so the, the whole EP is out on April the 21st, which is on Thursday, which might be the day this comes out, in which case, uh, or is it Friday? Uh, whenever April 21st is, but that might be the day this comes out. So, yeah. that, so you might be able to download it now, uh, or if not, you can listen to this song on, on SoundCloud. But... They're just lovely girls, and they're absolutely amazingly talented. They're Norwegian, um, which you might have picked up on um, accent-wise, um, but they all three of them are Norwegian, but they all live in Liverpool now, so they're very much a Liverpool band. Um, but that EP, Standing Barefoot, is one to download because, um, yeah, I really like that one, and the one they performed um, for us at City Talk was beautiful as well. So, yeah, and get on that thing I do if you're interested in what's going on in Liverpool. Um, if you're not in the area and you can't listen to City Talk at 9am on a Friday morning, they always put it up and I always retweet it. So have a little look at my Twitter. Um, there's good guests and stuff like that. And it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Uh, and it's a nice way to take to take music into an unlikely direction on City Talk as well. Which yeah, is, yeah which no, is, they've been really good with it. You know, cause it's, it's, Steve, it's actually, Steve loves it. Yeah, Steve does love it. And it's generally quite hard. Um, no matter what city you're in, really, to get on commercial radio in your city, it's surprisingly difficult. And so they give 45 minutes every week to emerging artists and things like that so that's really good um i see rivers have got a tour by the way they are playing 25th of april in st luke's church and then 5th of may in the lp cafe in watford 6th of may in the basement in london 7th of may artist open house brighton 10th of may uh, ink spot art and craft in cardiff 11th of may the druid stone uh Harford west haverford west sorry um 12th of may the laundrette in bristol 21st of may the jam cafe in nottingham i'm gonna be there next month with the shipbuilders um 22nd of May, uh, me and Miss Fish uh, in York. 23rd of May, the, right, you've got the Red Brick Vintage Warehouse in Liverpool. Where's that? The what? The Red, the Red Brick. Brick Vintage Warehouse in Liverpool. Is that is that a, is that a weird Baltic thing? Is it the is one on Jamaica? It's called the Red Brick. Is it there? I don't know. I don't know. Texting. Um, I 28th of May, Ernest in Newcastle. And then 29th of May, York's Cafe in Birmingham. Uh, so there you are. Go and see them. They're really, really good. They can all sing beautifully. Excellent stuff. Uh, as I said before, Which I love, like in a band. Love that to pieces. Absolutely adore it. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, Adam, what is Gig of the Week? Um, gig of the Week. Oh, it's in Canes Brewery, the Red Brick Vintage Warehouse. Oh, there you go. Everything's in there now. Everything Apart is from beer. <laughs> swerved, <laughs> swerved beer, hard on everything else. <laughs> um, so, Gig of the Week. Um, it, it, is in, it is in Alberta. Um uh, yeah, Alberta, Calgary for, um, and let me try and pronounce this correctly, Ari Tistruta. Um, I don't know if that's pronounced correctly. Sorry, Ari. It fe- felt as though it was, Adam. I'm not going to lie to you. I was impressed with that. Yeah, that'll do. Um, so on, yeah, well, I'll, I'll tell you more about the actual um, the actual gig afterwards. But yeah, so t- I'm going to play Timber, t- Timbra, Timber, Timber. I hate, I hate that name, to be honest. I hate saying it, but they were a really good band. Um, they have... We played Hot Dreams by them, which is one of my favourite songs of the past few years. They're a bit Tinder Stixy um, and a bit nationally, I suppose. Um. 
I could not release the inspiration till you asked me to. Came at your body relentlessly throughout the year. But too far away, too near the shore, this honeymoon. I was a stranger, too familiar and not enough But I won't sob The touch of your velvet hand upon my face I recall Velvet gloves and spinning your embrace And I wanted nothing else The haunted hotel room The two-bit man-child I could not simply fall asleep next to you every night Our castle in the sand built too high too soon And under waving palms and waving sails and waves Goodbye Well, I won't solve the touch of your velvet hand upon my face. I recall velvet gloves and spit in your embrace. Oh, I won't solve the touch of your velvet hand. Upon my face But I recall Velvet gloves and spirit your embrace And I wanted nothing
Timber Tombra, uh, Velvet Gloves and Spit. That was well handled, Neil. Timber Tombra, that's them. Um, so yeah, th- their new album is called Sincerely Future Pollution. It's just come out. Good name. Yeah. Um, and uh, and yeah, so that was gig of the week for Ari. Um, and so the gig is actually on Wednesday the 3rd of May. Uh, and it is in the Commonwealth Bar and Stage. Uh, so get over to that. They're a Canadian band, I think, Timber Tombra. I'm not sure where exactly they're from. Probably Montreal, if these things are, uh, are all, all being as normal. Okay. Uh, all right, then. Excellent stuff. Um, what you got up to this weekend, John? Uh, Friday, I went to a wedding with you in Barnsley. We had lots of fun. At Wasn't the, the wedding uh, amazing? It was really, really good. There was lots of music, and all of it was excellent. Um, so, yeah, well in. Um, Mark and Kate, that was boss. And... Then Saturday, we drove home, and then I went to the Food and Drink Festival in Sefton Park, which was good fun. Uh, mainly hung out at the uh, Salt Dog Slims tent. I like Salt Dog Slims a lot. I like their vibe. Um, they all treat you like you're their best friend, but not in an annoying way. Do you know what I mean? Where? In Salt Dogs? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, all, it's, always, it's always all right in there, isn't it? Yeah. But they are quite sound. I don't know how they've managed that. Yeah, they've, they've, they've steadily employed some people who, um, who just act like they're pleased to see you. That'll be it. <laughs> I, was th- I was thinking today about how some uh, I've had a couple of experiences of independent coffee places where they treat you like they hate you, and I'm thinking, why? <laughs> they're nice to be in Costa. Why are these people like this? <laughs> these independent coffee places. Yeah, maybe it's a, it's a vibe. Yeah, neither yeah. of those were in Liverpool actually. I hasten to add, none of your Bolshevik yeah. coffees. So, nice so I was in I was in the Salt Dogs tent thinking I like Salt Dogs. I should drink there more. Um, Cocktails are pretty cheap too. They are. Yeah, like five quid. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they set them on fire. They're not afraid of it. Um, So that was Saturday, and then I had the early night because Sunday we went to West Brom. We were up early, and then we drank forever, um, which isn't big or clever. And then Monday I had family around to us, and Laura cooked, and I slept on the sofa till it was time to eat. Is that Uh, what you did? Pretty much, yeah. Um, No, I entertained children and stuff like that as well in between napping. Uh, And that was good. And then, yeah, that was it. So, long weekend, nice one. I feel like I packed a lot in. It's a a belter. Uh, A belter, in fact. All right. Uh, Adam, what did you get up to once you got back from the mall? Oh, I had a big sit down (laughs) uh, after that drive, even though obviously the drive is a big sit down. Um, And then did some Eastery type things. Um, went for a meal um, and did a Greek game where you you dye re- eggs red and then you like hit them together and say whatever whatever Happy Easter is in Greek. It's like Christos 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 Anestis or something. Christos Anestis and sounds you hit, mad. You hit, you hit the eggs together and one of them breaks and one of them doesn't. So it's a bit like conquers and then you got you're onto the next round and eventually one egg is a champion and then nothing happens. But yeah, um, did that at mum's. Um, she's decided like that we always do we always did this but we never did <laughs> she's, getting, she's getting more Greek as the years go on <laughs> um, and don't know. oh yeah painted my front door it's a bit boring really but yeah sanded the, sanded the, 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 uh, my front door and painted it and so we are now like a nice looking house <laughs> nice I like it's it it's not blue anymore excellent stuff well worked Tories in the bin uh, on, <laughs> more of that to come <laughs> Uh, anyway, these are Love Speak uh, with Nova Kane featuring Max Frost. Vertrag auch. Da kriegt angeblich. Hi again, my blood's gone thin. Sunday. 
Love Speak uh, with Novocaine featuring Max Frost. At the moment, they're a Norwegian act. Uh, that's them. It's good. Uh, um, yeah, it's really it's good. good, isn't it? Yeah, I'm very pleased with it indeed. So they they're going to be sort of. I think there's more to come from them. I I, I very much think you're going to hear more of it from me uh, throughout the next couple of weeks. I've very much got my eye on them. Uh, they had a strong. They got a lot of. They got a lot of a uh, lot of interest last year. So I think it's um it's interesting that you know they, they got them ended up with a lot of a lot of interest uh, around their um. 
around the sort of the SoundCloud page. But I think that this is now going to lead to a new album, which is pretty exciting. So that should be coming up soon. And they're just at Love Speak on Twitter. Um, so you can find them from Oslo uh, and more of that kind of thing. I don't know much about Max Frost. Uh, other than the fact that he's got the sort of name of a baddie in a Batman film. Norway sound though, isn't it? Oh, great fellas. The Norwegians. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a general election. How are you feeling? Uh, pumped. Are you actually pumped? <laughs> pumped. Oh, yeah. Are you pumped? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm skepticism of pumped. Skeptical of pumped. Pumped, yes. I, I don't want to stop saying it, actually. But I, <laughs> You're I pumped. I know I started it. Yeah, I love an election. I don't, I don't like all the, uh, like the grey areas. But, <laughs> but nobody really does anything unless there's an election on now. Yeah, there's not really been like like they, they they spent well certainly if you're in opposition they just spent age, spend ages not really doing a great deal because it's like well when the election comes then you'll find out so at least you find out what everyone wants what everyone's saying um, and yeah I don't know like they're, 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 I, I, I quite I quite like the idea that they've uh, that Theresa May's just uh, like daring people not to vote for her now. <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's going quite well so far. I do. Like, I mean, admittedly, I, I, it's from a low base, a, a low base in an echo chamber. <laughs> yeah. So, so that, <laughs> what know. an echo chamber it is. <laughs> so yeah, there was that. But like, I don't know. I feel like I listened to a lot of radio today, and everyone was slagging Theresa May off, and people like moan about the BBC and their politics coverage and stuff. But I listened to the Nick What's his name interviewed her on Radio Four. Theresa May. That's him, and he slaughtered her. He was like, he wasn't having it. He wasn't having any of it, and I was like, "Yeah, go ahead, Robbo, lad." Then, <laughs> Always uh, liked you. When I yeah. went against you, yeah. even but that then, time when Neil said he threw you off a bridge. Yeah, I was just thinking about the bridge thing. <laughs> and then I, I then had five live on, and they Neil, had, you said that anyway. Go on. <laughs> I had five live on before, and they had some other cats on. Um, you know, the, the politicians and that. I didn't recognise any of the voices. Andy they already introduced them by the time I started listening. But um, but yeah, they were like they weren't out. They weren't having it. They were like, she's, she's got to do the telly, and she's not going to do the telly, and they might empty chair, mightn't they? That's the talk. She's going to get an empty chair. And then, um, I don't know, what do you do then? Running halfway through? I don't think you do running halfway through. (laughs) (laughs) Do what? Well, basically, if if there's an empty chair and then they start the show and everyone's going, oh, where's May? Do you reckon she'd run in halfway through? I think she'd wait and see what the Twitter said. That would be like the wrestling. That would be (laughs) a lot, like, as is my understanding, that's how the wrestling goes. (laughs) She runs in halfway through and hits the rest of them with the empty chair. Yeah, <laughs> uh, at least have a purity about it. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I don't know if it's going that well. Uh, I, I, I'm glad to be around people who feel it's as though it's well, going that well. Yeah, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just. Uh, uh, it's what's, this what's took thing. me aback is the front page of the papers, and it might, you might say, well, why would you be surprised by the front page of the papers? But just the I don't sheer. Think, yeah, I don't think we can. I don't think we should stop being shocked by the front. Of the no, papers. I think it's really important to be shocked by the front of the papers. I, th- I thought, I thought, crush the saboteurs is just, it's. It's unbelievable rhetoric, to be honest with you. <laughs> it, it really is, and it's it's a reminder that, and Which you know, John, front, that was the front page of the Sun or the ma- the Mail. The, that was the that Mail. Was the, the, mail. S- the Sun was blue, blue murder. murder. Yeah, because you know, nice. It's nice, isn't it? Talking about murders. Yeah, uh, in the context of MPs, mm. and that never happened. And and I'm just at the sort of point where I, you know, and I know that the the people, I, they sort of just hate us, and that's what's what's coming clear. And I know. Trust me, you know you can go back. Everything I've ever said on all of these shows, me taking the piss out a bit to the south, uh, the, when, whenever people refer to walls, uh, general sort of stuff around Tories. But I'm sort of of the view that these people hate us, and that they genuinely hate us, and that we have a bit of a laugh, 
and loads of people on our side aren't nice. That's not my point at all. It's just that I'm not saying it's a niceness thing, but that there's genuine hatred here. This is this is this is the articulation of hatred in terms of what it is that you think and what it is that you're about, and that you know that it really is becoming, and and that it's going to become so deeply unpleasant across the 50 days between now and then because that's their day one that's their big day one imagine what they're going to do next and i just think it's and it's the, it's the reduction of the country to this bigger and bigger fuck off culture war that is just absolutely brutal and does t- and will turn into and, and probably will with the results turn into us looking like an unbelievable minority that i don't even necessarily think that we are mm. up against all these places that you perceive as being broadly speaking in the middle of nowhere but where there's they get to feel as though there's more of them because they're going to get they're probably going to get the results probably you know i don't know maybe i just like elections because because i i do kind of feel like that all the time anyway that the, the, yeah maybe the, you're there's right. a war and like and it's quite nice when 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 everyone else joins it's in. obvious that there's a war <laughs> and it's like yeah there there's the true colors <laughs> cuz i think i think you know the one thing i'd say on this is normal i was i was thinking i've been thinking anyway like i was actually thinking after 2015 that i was going to try and cool my I can't believe, you know, if you're a Tory X stuff. And I'm, I am going to still try and do that because firstly, I don't think that's a position to, to persuade people from. So the only thing I'm going to sort of say to the people who, who maybe will be listening to this, who will be genuinely considering voting Conservative for any one of a variety of reasons is you're throwing your lot in with the sun and Blue Murder and the Daily Mail and Crush the Saboteurs. So you might have your reasons for feeling as though you, you want a Tory government. And you know what? across the electoral sort of arguments and political arguments. Listen, I don't think I'm right all the time. I'd like there to be more of a conservative presence in the city of Liverpool. I think that'd be good for Liverpool in general. Um, so, you know, I think that it should be about the back and forth of ideas and not about sort of complete dominance of one set of ideas over another. So I want to be really clear about that. But you, if that's what you're thinking of doing, if that's genuinely what you're thinking of doing, then just remember who your friends are because your friends are those people. They're the people who want you. They want you to come with this. And and I just think that that's terrifying. And I think that that rhetoric should be seen as terrifying rhetoric and it should be seen as rhetoric to downright avoid. <clears throat> and I think that that's something which, which I'd be looking to emphasise at every turn really throughout this is is just sort of who who you want who you want to be happy the day after the election and how happy you want them to be. And, and, and the idea that, for instance, you're able to say that saboteurs have been crushed is it's, it's just yak. It's horrible, isn't it? I, I like the um I like the the uh, there's loads of people on the left I don't want to be happy either by like, the way oh there is yeah there, of course I like there the is progressive alliance idea by the way yeah that's, that's come recently I was in I've always liked the progressive alliance I don't and I I'd like them to be I, I, at this stage at this stage because it's quite quick it's almost like you could you could do anything you want now we could just say yeah we'll just uh, yeah we'll join the SNP sure whatever or crazy days or just send some some like my, my, like a very well respected Labour politician in a safe seat to go on. To go on every t- single TV show and like, like with an air horn and shout and just shout when they lie. <laughs> just do something mad. I don't know. Angela Regal. Yeah. A good shout. I'd, I'd take your point, John. By the way, I do take your point, but yeah, there's individuals knocking around. It's all it's, it's all fun and games until someone someone you, you you love gets old, and then you really don't want the conservatives to be in charge. But there's that. But I think there's also the, the, the I'm trying to write with a phrase. And I don't think I'm articulating this very well at all. Like it's. 
for front pages of national newspapers to run like that, John, my thing on this no, is that I there's, there's, there's individual bullies yeah. and there's individual people who I don't like and there's individual yeah. people who, who are to the right of me who connect themselves to the Labour movement who I don't like and who are to the left of me who connect themselves to the Labour movement who I don't like. Uh, but, you know, I don't like John McTurnan. I've got no time for it whatsoever. I don't see the point. And, and I, I couldn't... But my point is that these people are always individuals. Yeah. Whereas this is an en masse thing called for by the Prime Minister effectively in the language that she's used, which is to basically say that, they, that anyone who opposes anything now that I think is fundamentally bad and needs to be fucked off. And the papers have literally gone with that. Those two newspapers, awful newspapers, have gone. Sam, will bang into that. Yeah, I know what you mean. Sorry, I think my, my example with that is with the BBC. It's like, I've got loads of issues with the BBC, both in terms of how it's funded and how they respond to criticism. Um, but if there was a vote to keep them, you, you, you would because... The people on the other side are the worst lads in the world. Yeah, and I think that's it. Sort of similar, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's it, it's just not. Uh, it's just not that surprising. I always think this whenever whenever there's there's coverage of of some you know some some election. Uh, it's a, a fixed election in Italy or a corrupt politician in Russia. I always think, well, we've got that, but nobody ever really seems to make any fuss about it. America, everyone's obsessed with America. We had a fixed election too. I think. I think. I think. I think it's mad that. She, well, I don't think that's. I don't think it's mad that she's called it. But I think that the whole scenario of having talked endlessly about not calling it and then calling it. I just it's think mad. it's. It's, it's absolutely. Mad. Honestly, we 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 very uncritical of our own country. I think as a nation, four lock tuggers. Anyway, she's put her head on the block, and it'd be really funny if we chopped it off. Yeah. Not not, yeah. not literally. Sorry, that's me using that rhetoric. Don't use that rhetoric. Sorry, but yeah. I'm not using that rhetoric. But yeah, she's 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 put herself on the line there. Uh, she has, but I mean, as I say, she'll almost certainly be fine. There's tons and tons of reasons why. Uh, but what's what's fine? Like, if see, I think, I think a kind of a narrow defeats a narrow win. Sorry, is a bit of a loss for and oh, no, I think so as well. Yeah, I think like you know, and I'm not saying that's that's what I'm, I'm aiming for out of this because you know that's still a kind of bad situation for a lot of vulnerable people in this country. But I think like. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think it's going to go as well for us. I think. Um, I think she's in a really bad position with Scotland now, because she's basically said, "Well, we need another election because of Brexit stuff." But, but oh no, we can't have another referendum in Scotland when they want. When they've got more of a reason to. So I think there's been loads of criticism. There's loads of pressure from Scotland. There's loads of criticism there. I think. The attitude from the Conservative and Unionist Party and their leadership towards Scotland and Northern Ireland is an absolute fucking disgrace. It is an absolute, unbelievable disgrace, and I agree with you. You know the 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 risk of of that Northern Ireland still isn't sorted out anywhere near sorted out in both in the grand pictures, but also in the recent aftermath of what happened with both Brexit and also what's happened with their Parliament. And I just think that to have to have done this when you say you, you put yourself in a bad position, put the whole country in a bad position, it's downright irresponsible. They're not yeah. bothered about Northern England, never mind Northern Ireland. <laughs> what else do you think, John? I don't know if I think anything else. I think it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I think, I think, I, as I say, I've been a bit surprised the last couple of days with, with you know, people say kind of, you know, oh, oh, Corbyn gets a hard time with the press, which I think is is largely true. Although I think it's it's a lot of it of his own doing, and I think you know people say that the Tories have got a free ride. Um, well, that's not not at all what I've what I've seen over the last twenty four hours, which is really heartening. I think you know there is a so so much holes in kind of what they're saying and I think there's a lot of good Labour MPs who I'm hoping will be on television lots um, persuading with their horns if, if necessary persuading people that there, that there is a kind of a, a strong alternative and you've just got to 
trying it's not an ideal situation because you know they didn't know it was coming but if you can get a strong single message that basically we know the country's in a really bad, really bad place but we can we can make it fairer and we can make it better and we can make it work for you i think i think people will listen to that whether enough people will listen to that remains to be seen but i think i don't know it, it kind of feels like um the leadership of, the, of Labour's or become become a little less important, and I think it's just kind of getting as as many strong voices, including Jeremy Corbyn, who I think will do who do who will do fairly well um, in between now and the election. Um, I'd, I be think, lot, I'd be a lot more confident with with, uh, with with Corbyn and Labour. I think if it wasn't for the, the, the they've tied themselves in knots around Brexit. I think I think I just don't think they should have voted for it. Shouldn't have shouldn't have uh, led the whip to vote for it. And I know the argument for it, but I just think that's put them in a really difficult position compared to. Like the Liberal Democrats, they so, can just say. I'm not really sure. I don't think. I. I, I think it was dead hard. I think it was dead hard, and I think I think you can still say. I think you can still say because because I think the Tories have have gone so hard on it. I think you can you can say. You know, we're, we're going to keep some of it and still seem like you know the better people. And I think you know you can. I think I think it's it's easier for Labour to find like a third way. <laughs> they, 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 they seem to have forgotten that they were that they were for Remain though. Their policy was for Remain. Yeah, and that, I think they've gone too far into saying this is what the people want. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they did vote for it though, so it's in yeah. a difficult position. And I think, I think. You've got. I think. I think the the best bet, which is where they'll go, is to say, okay, we voted for Remain, but that doesn't mean you scrap everything. It doesn't mean you do it without speaking to you know ordinary people as well as Parliament, and it doesn't mean and you know it doesn't mean that we we kind of abandon everyone who who, who felt it was important. And I think I think that can be kind of a way through it, really, because. I don't know. I, I guess that that's kind of the only choice you got. But I think you can you can fight on different things. I don't think Brexit's going to come up that much. I think I think you know it's 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 a phony war almost. Yeah. That it's you know the reason is they were twenty points ahead of the policy. They thought, oh, let's let's do it now. I think I don't think Brexit is as important to people as, as being made out. I think some people are very upset that we've left. I don't understand that, especially if you're an EU national, you might have to leave. But I, I think. I think even Brexit was fought over other stuff. You know, the, even even when we were voting on Brexit, people a lot of people were actually yeah. voting on other things. And so I think like I don't think it's going to come up loads. I don't think you know if if it's someone a, was if someone was knocking on if a Labour MP was knocking on my doorstep tomorrow, I won't be asking them about Brexit. It should be about because well, Corbyn was elected for me. Corbyn's election was a referendum on austerity. Uh, and, and and people wanted to hear that argument, yeah. I think. Yeah, so, yeah, th- this is unnecessary. So so that th- 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 that I think is is I'm 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 pleased to have the opportunity to vote against austerity and that's I think part of the reason why I'm happy there's a general election. Okay. Um Joe's next Adam, come on. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. Oh hello. Um so oh, the, the, it's a band that I saw at the um Threshold Festival the other week, John. Oh yeah, say John, because you know you were yep. there. We nearly saw each other, um, <laughs> and so this is table scraps with electricity. Let's go! 
table scraps electricity yeah that was table scraps they're from Birmingham and uh, yeah as I say I saw them at the Threshold Festival they were really good they're a three piece and a riffy um, and that was from their, their album More Time for Strangers they've got a single coming out um, I think it's like next week um, called My Obsession um, but it's not out yet so I can play it but anyway that was them Excellent stuff. Uh, great. We'll move along a little bit because we've been talking quite a lot so far. So these are Van Bot, and this song's called Not That Kind, open brackets, Moscow, close brackets. We'll talk about that in our favourite train journeys in a second.
That is Van Bot with Not That Kind of Moscow, which is about they did a the album was made as they were moving along the Trans Siberian Railway. Um, and it was entirely recorded on that journey. I think it took them 17 days. Hence, uh, Moscow. I've not listened to the whole album. <clears throat> I've listened to three or four. I've thought they're all really, really good. Though supposedly I've, there's a review on Pitchfork which says they don't really manage to sustain it across the whole record. But I think that sounds something like very much worth listening to. So it's called Siberia, and it's by a band called Van Bot. Um, so uh, give it a go, and I really love that. Uh, not that kind, which I think sort of opens it out there. So that's them going on the Trans-Siberian Railway, uh, which made me wonder what your favourite ever train journeys are, gents. Uh, oh, I like a train journey. I know you've discussed earlier walk on. Around. You can walk around a bit, get up, stretch uh, your legs. I did um, the middle of Vietnam to, to Hanoi. Oh, I. That was a good one. That sounds like a belter. Yeah, it was a good one. Um, very far. I knew you both have exotic ones. You see, mine, I mine did are probably the, just I did the other way. I did middle to bottom, which wasn't as good. It was a bit disappointing. Was it? Yeah, yeah. it was. It was good arriving in into Hanoi. It was, uh, it was cool because you sort of just like. In people's houses. <laughs> I think my favourite place to arrive to on the train is probably Durham. Like that's pretty oh, really? spectacular I'm on the on the tra- oh yeah on the on the train it's great. Like you you're in amongst it. I like and, that and about du- Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah, Edinburgh's a good one. A really good train journey actually is if you fly to Southampton um, or just. Be at Southampton Airport, get there all you want, and then um, up to Bournemouth. It goes through the New Forest. So last year we flew to Bournemouth away um, because it was cheap and we were feeling a bit flush. Um, and so we, we we flew in the morning. Then the train it goes through the New Forest, which is a really nice part of the world. Then it goes along the coast along to Bournemouth. That's a really nice train journey. And that sounds yeah. fabulous. Yeah. yeah. I like so uh, I like anything to do with Bournemouth. <laughs> I love. I loved um, just briefly going from. Budapest Airport, it's just the city of Budapest in that, you know, it was the old style huge carriages, oh, massive yeah. spread, yeah, it was absolutely... Central Europa. Yeah, uh, grab me uh, that's the one that always always stood out for me, is just sort of marvelling at a fantastic train journey um, Anyway, John is uh, John's uh, John's up next, what have you got for us, John? It's Elaine May and the song is called The Colour of the Night Dark <laughs>
in May, the colour color, color of the night. Yeah, the colour of the night. Uh, Adam, Adam gave it away there dark, before it. Dark, but, um, very, 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 very dark blue. <laughs> um, she's Irish, Elaine May, and, and she's got an EP of the same name, and the launch is on Friday, the May the 5th, at the Workman's Club in Dublin. Or if that's not Andy for you, on the 6th of May, she goes to Galway and does a bit there, which is nice. We had two EP launches, two different places. Maybe she likes both cities equally and couldn't choose. Good on her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, excellent That's my stuff. theory. I like that a lot, by the way. Yeah, it's boss, isn't it? I thought it was really, really cool indeed. Uh, so Elaine made the colour of the night. Uh, that is an absolute belter. Uh, it's very fresh as well. It had only been on SoundCloud for two hours when I uh, I listened. It. I listened to it and it had only been on for four. I, when you sent it and I was like, he's done well here, John. Yeah, I didn't yeah, notice yeah, that. I was yeah. like, yeah. Finger on the pulse. Uh, yeah, can't, can't, it, it just doesn't come much fresher unless she actually sent it to you before as she recorded it. <laughs> just give me a heads up. Hey, I don't have a listen. John, have a listen to this and maybe play it on that podcast. <laughs> have you got the Elaine May app where you get input notifications? <laughs> Over. Um, Adam, you're playing basically your faves. Yeah, you know. I feel like it's fine. Do you, do you think I play them too much? No, 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 I'm quite relaxed with it. I think someone's got to. Someone, someone's I, I, I like a bit of championing, and plus on this show, it's, it's fair to say I think we played Frank Ocean more times than his ma <laughs> over, over the last uh, last three months. And I haven't resented it at all because they're, they're all belters. So, yeah. Someone's got to play Future Islands, and it's me. Um, more to follow. But, yeah, this is from their new album, and this is Future Islands.
Future Islands, Debbie Harry. Future Islands, Debbie Harry. Adamelia. Adamelia. The Far Field is the new album. It was out uh, the, the other week the, on the 18th of April or something like that. And we are going to see them soon and there's all sorts of things. Are they, do they remain the favourite band in the Amelia Cannon? Yeah, I think so. I, think they, so. Did, they, I haven't listened to it yet, so they've just done more of the same. I haven't listened to the they album. I've heard the two songs the you played. I think I, I was thinking about it, and I think they've probably perfected the things that I like about them. There's not any like really uh, sort of drawn out, uh, like uh, almost sort of metal one, doom metal <laughs> ones, uh, and I can't be bothered with them. I prefer it when they're a bit dancier. Um, this one with Debbie Harry that you've just heard is great, um, especially the bit where she sort of does an impression of him. <laughs> their voices, yes. I think their voices, as you've just heard, sound great together. Um, and that's like the second to last track on the album. And I found it. I found that I was singing it straight away just after I'd heard it. Catchy, like shadows, <laughs> like that. Excellent stuff. Uh, right, thank you very much for listening this week. Uh, we're not going to do the politics stuff every week, I don't think. Uh, though that we might go mad. Uh, depends, in depends if Labour surge. It depends uh, what sort of face Steph's giving us when we're doing that next time. Well, I think she might want to get stuck in she herself, frankly. Will. I know that's what that uh, it could go either way. Yeah, she's a real be. swing voter. Um, <laughs> I don't think she is. But anyway, um, swing voter with how she feels about us. Yes, yeah, oh, very much so. Yeah, she's, she's yeah, oh, very she, much so. She's, she's Monteo man with how she feels about us. She just changed her mind on a lot of things. So who knows? I mean, yeah. you know. I don't think she likes the Tories, but we might have said that about Drake. <laughs> and look at him now. Yeah. Um, all right, then thank you very much indeed. John, what are you playing us out with? I'm playing Flora Cash with California. It's from an album called Nothing Lasts Forever, brackets, and it's fine, which is out on Friday as well. Loads of music for you to buy on Friday. Um, so, yeah, there we are. Uh, it is Flora Cash. Thank you very much to everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, this is California. <laughs>
Sports Social Podcast Network.